Shut up and sit down. Oh, we got some things to talk about today. We got a lot of things to cover today. Whole bunch of different subjects that we need to talk about today. But one of the hardest things for me to do when I'm putting together these shows is to pick a title. And it may not be apparent when... uh, when you look at some of the things, some of the titles I give to the shows and to the episodes, but it is. However, I don't think that's very difficult today because everything I want to talk about boils down to integrity. A lack of integrity or an abundance of integrity. How that's manifested, why it's consequential, to lack integrity, what it means to interact with people that claim to have integrity but don't, what it means for corporations to have integrity when they don't, governments to have integrity when they don't, and all integrity boils down to, for me, is what do you do when no one is watching? What do you do when your actions don't affect anybody? Do you do the right thing or do you do the wrong thing? Do you choose to take the easy road or go the hard way? Because it's, it's got more integrity to do it the right way. And that might be a little bit more difficult. Integrity is everything. Do you lack character or do you exude character no matter what? So all the things that I want to talk about on episode 111, I think we're on 111, boil down to integrity. And the first thing I want to talk about is These social justice warriors, and we talk about that sometimes on the show and these virtue signaling assholes that are out there, you know, this rage culture, this blame culture, this cancel culture, and it's just the most asinine shit going, and it's really dragging down the integrity of our society by this super vocal minority, because that's what they are. And what I'm specifically referring to, we've mentioned Piers Morgan on this show a few times perhaps, but Piers Morgan came out and said, I've got a problem with the social justice warriors claiming that there are a hundred identifiable genders. And as soon as he says that, The virtue signaling community, the social justice warriors, they try to come out in force. And there's no debate. There's no conversation. They've got no integrity to enter into a formal debate or a constructive conversation with him. All they want is him ruined. And when you subscribe to 
an ideology that says, do what I say, how I say it, or you should not be allowed a public forum, a means to earn a living, to take care of your family, and zero platforms. Deplatform you, cancel you, you're gone. Because you don't agree with somebody? That is a fundamental lack of integrity. Because you are more concerned with promoting and progressing your ideology than you are with constructive debate, figuring out what the other side is talking about, what they mean, you know, if there's any connection points there, is there any, you know, is there any crossover? Is there any, any ability to come to an understanding? But these social justice warriors, these virtue signaling weaklings are not interested in that. They want people that disagree with them gone. They don't want them. They want them silenced. And do you know what that is? That's fascism. That's Hitler. When you are being censored because you present an alternate point of view and people call for your canceling, for your removal, for your deplatforming, for you to lose your job and everything that you've worked for years and years and years to achieve... Because they don't like one statement you make. They come after you in force to try to get you gone. They want to disappear you. So much so that they'll start a petition saying sack Pierce Morgan. Get him fired. Get him off the airways. He's a homophobe. He's a transphobe. He's a bigot. He's a racist. They extrapolate all of these terrible character traits because of one simple tweet that says, I don't agree with the fact that you're saying there's a hundred identifiable genders. There's a hundred different genders and gender pronouns that you can identify with. And the fact that this is actually bringing down the tone of the conversation for people who go through this real struggle of transitioning, being a transgender, going from man to woman or vice versa, for homosexuals, you know, gay men and women who are struggling to come out, wrestling with these things, to dilute the conversation and say, well, we've got a hundred ways we can identify. And if you don't agree with all of them, then you're a racist or you're a bigot or you're a homophobe or you're a transphobe and you don't have, you don't have space in our society to talk. You don't have a platform. You shouldn't have a platform to discuss your feelings or to put your point of view out because we fundamentally disagree with you. When you're so hardline that it's my way or the highway and you go the step further to ruin a person's life or try to ruin a person's life, that's fascism. Because what if Pierce Morgan would have been canceled for this? They would have been up roaring, cheering, celebrating. We did it. We canceled another bigot, another racist, which Pierce Morgan is not, by the way. I don't know the man personally, but I've watched enough of his stuff to say he's a bit too intelligent. And, you know, I don't like to say that. I hate to say that. Oh, he's too too intelligent to be a racist. No, you're not. No, it's not. It's not about intelligence, about your mindset and your emotional makeup and so on and so forth. But let's be honest. Pierce Morgan's not a racist. He's not a transphobe. He supports transgender people a lot. But these guys, man, they this is what I'm saying about integrity. These social justice warriors, they don't care. 
what the consequences of their actions are. They just want to scream you down and get you gone. So there's no competition of ideas. So there's no debate on what they're claiming facts to be. It is just bullshit that there is a hundred genders to identify with. And this all came about because Pierce Morgan was like, well, if you can have a hundred genders, then I want to be uh, like a dual energy penguin or some shit like that. It's just ridiculous nonsense, right? And obviously joking, obviously showing how absurd the idea from a scientific point of view that there could be a hundred different genders to identify with. But they don't care. They don't want to have that debate. And when they do have that debate, when they finally do show up on the TV to have a conversation about why they've been so vicious in their attack to take him down and why they're so demonstrative in their description of him, they get eviscerated. Their arguments don't stand up. And what they get exposed as is a joke with no integrity but an ideal, an, an ideology that is self-serving and it's virtue signaling. They're claiming to be the most progressive. We won't stand for any of this bigotry. We won't stand for any of this racism or this transphobia. They lump all of these things onto one. Let's get as many people angry at him as possible, even though this thing has nothing to do with any of those things. And all he's saying is scientifically, there ain't a hundred genders that you can identify with. So let's get a grip on reality here and stop fucking around. This is what we're really talking about. And the fact that these social justice warriors lack any sense of integrity, because if they did, they would argue their side of it on its merit. And it would be able to stand up. But they can't. So they go lowest common denominator, attack mode, discredit, deplatform, cancel. And that ain't no sign of integrity. That's no, there's no sign of integrity there. So I just thought, because it's Wednesday night now, and I've seen some clips on YouTube from, I think, this morning, which were... Uh, the results, because obviously someone created a sack Pierce Morgan, cancel Pierce Morgan petition online. But of course somebody started up a save Pierce Morgan petition online, which outperformed the fire Pierce Morgan petition by two to one. And that's a real great litmus test for how this is just a vocal minority that have nothing better to do than constantly scream and virtue signal to the world about how oppressed they are and how oppressive everybody who doesn't agree with them is. And what does it boil down to? They're more interested in progressing their ideology than having a little bit of fucking integrity and standing up their arguments on the basis of merit. So let's keep it moving because we're right into it. Did I say this is the Quiet Part Loud podcast? We're talking about shit, guys. I'm just into it now. What's next on the integrity, the questionable integrity list? I mean, we could go straight into what's going on in Turkey, but I want to talk about the situation that occurred with uh, a hit and run. I think it was a month ago. 
uh, kid called Harry Dunn was on, I think he was riding his bike home. This is kind of Midlands, UK, somewhere up there. And he was run over. He was run over by the wife of a diplomat, a US diplomat. And when she realized she killed him, she fucked off and flew to America and refuses to come back. Now she's got diplomatic immunity, right? Because she's the wife of a diplomat. And the parents of Harry Dunn, the Dunn family, have been calling for her just to come back. To They don't want to ruin her life. They just want justice. And they don't think that she ran this kid over on purpose. They don't think <coughs> that she's killed their son on purpose. But justice is justice. And you should be held accountable for your actions. And this slides right into the discussion about integrity because there's one thing to save your own ass and hide behind your diplomatic immunity status. It's another thing to escalate this to the president of the United States to get your back because he's all nationalist and all fuck you to everybody else. And speaking of a lack of integrity, we'll get to that prick soon. But in the case of the Dunn family and Harry Dunn, who was killed by this, the wife of this diplomat, what would you do? Let me ask you guys that. What would you do? Would you come back? If you could hide behind diplomatic immunity, would you? <clears throat> or if you knew you'd accidentally run over a kid and he died as a result of that, would you have the integrity to come and face the music? Would you let that family suffer without the opportunity to speak to you, confront you, have you questioned by the police about your mental state or, you know, obviously she, if she was drunk, she's never going to test positive because it's been so long, obviously. But isn't it worth sitting down with the family? I mean, the chances of her going to jail for this because of who she is is slim to none. Obviously slim to none now because, as we'll find out, the Dunn family were invited to America by, well, they were invited to the White House basically by Trump to say, come and have a conversation with us. Let's see if we can figure this out. What they didn't know when they got there was that the woman, the diplomat's wife who ran over the kid was in the next room. And they said, what we want you to do is we want you to have a conversation with her now and basically resolve this issue of her killing your son. And they're like, well, this is far too soon. We're still grieving. We have no closure. We have no information. We haven't heard from this woman. And what we're here to do is persuade you or at least try to convince you that we don't want to ruin her life. We just want her to come back and answer to the authorities what she did. <coughs> They told them, they told the Dunn family in no uncertain terms, she's not going anywhere. So you can either have a conversation with her now or never, basically. And they were sent on their way. Now you tell me where the integrity in that communication and that interaction is. I understand you don't want to be handing over your citizens to be prosecuted by another country or questioned or, you know, whatever. 
But is there not some integrity, some diplomatic integrity, some integrity from a foreign relations point of view with a partnership of countries that have been locked hand in hand for 50, 60, 70, 80 years? No, there isn't. And this woman is hiding behind her status, refuses to engage at all with the family or even to apologize. And you so, so you see where we're developing a pattern of behavior here? It's so easy to ignore any level of integrity when it doesn't suit you for the easiest possible outcome. She knows that if she sticks to her integrity, goes and has a conversation in the UK, she could be arrested on manslaughter. But because she flee, uh, because she took off, could she be implicated in fleeing? Is it a hit and run? Is there more serious consequences that could be facing her? Maybe you could have that conversation and work something out. I don't know. I'm just saying it stinks of an absolute lack of integrity to me. So why don't we stay with the White House and all their all of their wonderful doings and, and, and all of their lack of integrity. I mean, I've never seen such a shambles in my life. You've got the impeachment investigation, which, I mean, at this point, is there even a question? Is there even a question that this is a conspiracy, a cover-up, and an attempt to subvert the election process in a democratic country? <coughs> he has danced Donald Trump has danced all over the American Constitution, set it on fire, and pissed on it to put it out, then trampled all over the ashes of it. That's what he's doing at the moment. And if that sounds dramatic, too bad. Because in my opinion, that's exactly what's going on. The corruption on, on show here is so immense. I mean, he, he's got to... If he doesn't go down for this, then America gets what they deserve and deserves what they get if he gets reelected. You've got him pulling you've got him pulling the troops out of northern Syria that were protecting the Kurds. You want to talk about integrity? The Kurds who have done the bulk of the fighting against ISIS in that country have done the bulk of the work in removing them from the country, were guarding the 10,000 plus prisoners that they had captured and kept in Syrian prisons, have been left high and dry. <coughs> Sorry, I got a tickle in my throat. High and dry they've been left, and they're being slaughtered by the Turkish army who have them as persona non grata, right? They are public enemy number one to Turkey. They hate the Kurds. They see them as terrorists, even though they've been a staunch ally of America for years. Donald Trump has removed the troops. Turkey has moved in with an offensive, is killing the Turks, has caused them to flee and retreat, has caused a number, thousands, tens of thousands of people have fleed the area now. So you're contributing to a... Middle Eastern refugee crisis that in Syria is as bad as it can possibly get. You're making that worse. And you're shitting all over an ally who has now turned around and sided with Bashar al-Assad. The leader of Syria 
is now aligned with the Kurds, who are our ally in the region. And Turkey are starting a war, have started a war, with Syria. And the only person and the only countries that this benefits is China and Russia. For them to do what they need to do diplomatically, to secure the region, to secure the country. Turkey have turned around to America and said, oh yeah, you're going to sanction us? Go fuck yourself. We're not stopping this. We've started now, so we're going to go. So America is a joke. And the lack of integrity that Donald Trump has and the lack of information and understanding and knowledge that he has about the situation in the Middle East is astounding. I'm not even a diplomat and I know this shit. But he doesn't, he, he doesn't have the first clue about foreign relations, the history of the Middle East. He doesn't know anything. And it's not the impeachment. And it's not all of the disgusting behavior that's come out of this White House and this administration and this president. And the list is too long for me to go into. It's not all of that. It's not the porn star. It's not the affairs. It's not the attack on immigrations. It's not the racist banning of an ethnic group. Right? It's not the separation of kids from their families. It's not the uh, tax breaks for the corporations that's fucking the middle and the lower class. It's not the attempt to break down a healthcare system that provides healthcare for 30 million people. It's none of this. The Republicans had his back up until he pulled out the military from Syria. Now they're like, oh yeah, he fucked up. Oh, I don't, I got to keep my fucking head down because I don't know if I can be aligned with this. This is their breaking point, seemingly. Because it was only four days ago they were defending him on the impeachment thing. Now, they're a little bit more quiet. And if you want to talk about a lack of integrity, we can go two-pronged on this. We can go the Trump family route, Donald at the head of that cesspool organization. And we can go with the politicians that have been supporting him for the last two and a half, three years. And I don't know which suffers from a lack of integrity more, but it's a goddamn close race, let me tell you something. And this goes with politicians across the board, in my opinion. They lack any fundamental integrity because they're about party first, themselves second, or maybe flip that, themselves first, party second, country third. Their constituents are somewhere down the line, like 8th, ninth, or 10th on their list of priorities. They have no integrity. They have no interest whatsoever of doing what their constituents need them to do. They're about themselves. This is true in America. This is true in the UK. This is true globally. And as a public servant, is it not your job to be a pillar of integrity for your community, to represent your community with integrity, and to have the integrity to do what you promised to your community that you would get done for them, or at least try. Rather than just towing party lines, going with what the leaders say, you know, protecting your neck. Where's the ability to have some integrity and stand up for something that's morally correct? It doesn't exist in politics. And that's why we're in the shambles we are 
with America. That's why we are in the shambles that we are with Brexit is because nobody has any fucking integrity. These politicians lied to the public about what Brexit meant to shoehorn it, try to shoehorn it through. I don't even think in their wildest dreams that they thought the population would be dumb enough to agree to it. But guess what? Nobody thought Trump, except Michael Moore, nobody thought Trump was going to get elected either. And he's got a good chance of being reelected with all the shit that he's done. Imagine that. So there's some integrity that falls on the public to open your eyes, be more informed, understand what you're talking about, understand facts, critical thinking, have some integrity for yourself so you can talk intelligently about the things that matter to the world, your country, your community, your family, and yourself. Politics is not some wishy-washy subject. It fucking matters. And if you poo-poo that off, like it's some, oh, I can't be bothered with that. It's all, so, it's all so draining and negative and boring. Then you lack integrity, in my opinion. Because these are things that matter. And they should matter to you. So the turkey... And the Syria and the Kurds situation is a disaster. And if he only had the knowledge and the understanding of the consequences of his actions, maybe he'd have a bit more integrity to stand up to Turkey and say, you're not doing that. You're not crossing the border and taking out one of our, one of our staunchest allies. We've got more integrity than that. We will continue to protect them as a country, as a stateless person, as a stateless people, but as a friend of America. But he hasn't done that. So let's keep it moving, because I think this, I think this theme is bearing out. Right? It's starting to, it's starting to show itself a little bit more. The next thing that I want to just touch on. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I just want to raise it because I think it's quite astounding is I'm sure everybody's aware that this extinction rebellion protest is going on in London. We mentioned it on the last show <coughs> and you know, the right to protest and, and how some of these guys were, some of these protesters were turning the whole thing into a bit of a joke. And what's happened is, is that the police have been given a directive now to just arrest everybody that pro this protest is no longer allowed to go ahead. And the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, has come out and said, I don't know where this order's come from, but I'm investigating it. Well, is there no integrity in our public services to communicate with one another? Maybe integrity is not the right word. But is there not an integrity, is there not any integrity from the leaders of this country, of this city, to say, you know what? This disruption needs to be addressed, but the protest itself should not be interrupted. Because the right to free assembly, the right to peaceful demonstration, is a human right. It's a civil right. Now, you have to conduct yourself accordingly. You can't go around smashing shit up or whatnot. But these idiots were just a bunch of hippies dancing, you know, around to terrible music and not washing. Dressed as broccoli and shit. I saw somebody dressed as a broccoli looking like an idiot before he got arrested. But 
Why doesn't the mayor know? Does he not demand the sort of respect? Does he not have the integrity as a person that others, you know, view him as a bit of a joke and they can make decisions above his head? Because that's a bit worrying. So it's worrying that the attack of free speech, free assembly and demonstrations is being infringed on. So the integrity of our civil rights and our human rights and our rights to protest, they're being trampled on. The integrity of the mayor's office is being questioned because this decision has apparently been made without his knowledge. So the system's falling down a little bit. So we have to count on protests to get our voice across. We have to have mass demonstrations in order to make a point and hopefully affect some change. And I said to you before, I'm down with the protest. I'm just not down with their methodology. But more than that, I am definitely not for censorship and forcibly removing peaceful demonstrators. That is not something I align with at all. So I have a major problem with the integrity of the Met Police and the mayor of London's office because I think, one, for trying to stomp this out, and two, as the mayor not knowing that this was going to go on, just reeks of incompetence to me. So we'll wait to see what's happening there. But I just wanted to touch on it because, again, integrity, 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 right? And now I want to kind of flip it on its head. Because there are some people out there that demonstrate an immense amount of integrity. And one person, I follow him on Instagram because how could you not? I'm, I'm talking about a guy called David Goggins. Now, he might not be everybody's cup of tea. But I really find him super engaging, super motivating, inspirational as hell. And whenever you're feeling like, you know, you've, you've worked hard, right? Or you've, you've had a long day and you've really given it your all. Check out this man's Instagram account. And tell me that you've given everything that you've got. That you've conducted yourself with character and humility and integrity. Look yourself in the mirror after watching this guy for five minutes. And I'm not saying compare yourself to him. I'm just saying take some perspective. Perspective is a beautiful thing to develop character. It's a beautiful thing to check your complaining at the door. Perspective is a beautiful thing to check your integrity. Have I conducted myself in all the right ways? Have I done the things that I know I should have been doing rather than just doing what was easy because it was easy? Have a look at his Instagram page. Have a look at his YouTube content because it's absolutely fantastic. This man entered a race the other day called the Moab 240. It's a 240-mile race continuously you can kind of rest as you need to but you know you're you're going off time and you're racing with other people over 240 miles well there's altitude involved there's terrain involved and following his updates he went seven miles off course and had to come back so he did another 14 miles in the wrong 
direction, just to get himself back on track. He continued the race, despite running a half a marathon the wrong direction. Came back, started again. Got 200 miles into the race, and he got, I think it's called an edema, which is effectively like, I think it's, I think it's altitude sickness, like poisoning. Basically, it starts to affect your heart. And he had to be pulled from the race. As soon as he was given the medication and the treatment, he said, can I go back out there? They said, absolutely not. It might kill you. He was forced to sit out the rest of the race. 200 miles in. 40 miles left. Piece of cake. That 40 miles, he would have ran it. Ran it down. Right? So what does he do? Takes two days off. Goes back. Finishes the race. Finishes the race, guys. He's not getting a... He, he, got, a, he got a DNF. Doing, he, he got a did not finish. Doesn't matter. The integrity that he has, the character that he has said, I started something, so I'm going to motherfucking finish it. And I love that. And I love his approach to it because that's exactly how he would say it. He said, I fucking start... He would say, I fucking started something, so I'm going to motherfucking finish it. And he did. And I looked to myself and I said, that was a man that was 300 plus pounds, got himself down to like a lean 160 just by hard work, consistency, determination, and having character. Character not to give up when it starts to get hard. The integrity to know that the hardest way is going to be the best. It's going to develop the most character. It's going to help me overcome the most heartache, the most hardships, and I'll be a stronger person for it. He lives by it. He lives by the words that he preaches. And anybody that does that has integrity. That is true character. And some people have it in abundance. And some people don't have an ounce of it. And this could pervade your personal life. This could pervade, you know, your relationships. It could it could be pervasive at your work. It could be pervasive in sports teams that you play in. It could be pervasive in anything. Watch out for snakes. Watch out for people who claim to have integrity but don't have an ounce of it. Watch out for people because at a moment's notice you might get sold down the river by somebody who's trying to cover themselves and not worry about you at all. And as the saying goes, you should always look out for number one, but not by using other people's heads as stepping stones. That is not integrity. That is not class and that is not character. So be aware. Keep your fucking eyes open. There's plenty of them out there because the majority of people don't have that integrity. They don't have that level of character. They don't have the self-assurance to say, I'm going to put somebody else first. Or I'm going to try a little harder and I'm going to be completely honest with myself and say I haven't given everything I got. So I'm going to try more. I'm going to give more. I'm going to be more. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to improve my character. I'm going to, I'm going to solidify the integrity I know I have as a person by going a little bit farther than I know I did yesterday. Or that I've gone previously because I know I've got it in me. Those people are few and far between. I like to think that I have that. Or at least some of that. That character. That integrity. Because with me, 
you fucking know exactly where you stand. And I will give the shirt off my back unless I think you're trying to fuck me or unless I think you lack character and integrity. And if that, if those are character traits that you have, then you and I cannot be friends. I can't exist with people that have a lack of character or a lack of, of integrity. Because I feel I have those things and I try my damnedest to work on my flaws all the time, constantly. I drive myself sick thinking about how I can do better and how I can improve my situation and how I can look after other people. You know, you might not like my delivery. You might not like my attitude. You might not like how I say things. But you know if I say it, I'm going to do it. You know if I make a promise, I'm going to keep it. You know if I've got your back, I've got your back. And you know categorically that I would never sell you down the river for my own profit. Beware of these people. Because integrity and effort are directly correlated. If you're willing to put in the effort, I'm going to I'm going to put a bet on your integrity being pretty strong because you can do the work. And it goes back to what I was saying before. What do you do when nobody's watching? I don't go to the gym 5 days a week just to post my videos on Instagram. I don't post my videos on Instagram for anybody except me. But I'm in the gym at 4:30, quarter to 5 in the morning. Five days a week. Not for you. Not for anybody. It used to be an aesthetic thing. I wanted to look good. It's not that even anymore. Now, it's about character. I know I can do it. And I know the effects of doing it. And if I don't do it, then I think my character suffers. And my integrity suffers because I'm taking an easy road rather than the hard road, the more productive road, the road less traveled, the road to people when I tell them what my schedule is, look at me and say, you're fucking crazy. Am I? Or am I just willing to do more than you are? Do you lack the character and would rather lean on excuses? Someone told me, oh, I can't do that. I can't do what you do. I got kids. Okay, cool. Well, surely you can allocate one hour of your day to do some exercise. Nope, impossible. Okay, cool. Now I know what your character's like. You're better at excuses than action. Get it. I totally get it. But that sets me up for understanding a whole lot about you. You don't get that from me. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. When I say I'm going to commit to something, I commit to it. And the only advice, if I can leave this episode with anything, is to surround yourself with people that have character, strong character. I'm not, I'm not saying surround yourself with characters, right? Everybody needs a joker in their life, but, you know, a little past the point of needing buddies and friends to tell me jokes and shit. <clears throat> surround yourself with people that have character, that have strength of character, that have integrity, that have morals, that have direction that have inspiration. Because if you do, like osmosis, it will seep into you. 
and you will breed activity off of that. You will manifest results off of that. Success by association, right? You are the sum of the pieces you surround yourself with. That includes what you consume on TV, what you listen to in the media, your friends, your diet, your health and fitness, your job. All of these factors, they all matter. Surround yourself with good people as much as you can and your life will be markedly improved. But don't rely on other people. Bring something to the table. Because I'll tell you something right now, successful people, people with integrity and character and action and inspiration, if you don't bring that to the table, they don't want you around. Because you're a drain on their energy. You suck the mood out of the air. You're not helpful. You're a detraction from the goal, from the point. You cloud the sun. You cloud the visions of inspiration, the visions of progress, the vision of action. You're in the way of all that. And they won't want you around. So work on yourself first. And the law of attraction says you will get what is coming to you. What you put out, you will get in return. And that's why I'm so bloody hard on myself. Because I'm just trying to breed success, 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 effort, effort, effort. Anybody I've ever worked with, anybody that I've known, they know one thing. I don't lack energy. And if I fucking say something, I mean it. And I'm happy with that. Because you know what that means? That means I've got character. And that means I've got integrity. And that's, in my opinion, two traits that we sorely lack in a whole bunch of different ways in our society. So I hope that you will heed some of this advice. I hope that you will continue to work on yourself. I will. I hope you'll check out David Goggins and have a look at that motherfucker's routine. And then just look yourself in the mirror and say, am I doing everything that I could be or that I should be doing to make myself the best version of myself. But of course, if you're not interested in that, then ignore everything that I've just said and probably unsubscribe to the podcast. But if you're into it, share the episode, tell your friends, get involved, guys. Because we're going to keep on coming. We're not going anywhere. And as I stare down the barrel of another birthday, I become even more self-reflective, even more interested in character development and integrity because everything else fades away. Your looks, your athletic ability, your earning potential, it all goes away and you're just left with the person that you are and hopefully the fact that you've used that to surround yourself with other like-minded people and then then sailing off into the sunset is an all right thing. But I'm looking down the barrel of a birthday and I'm thinking, okay, five years in a row now, you've looked back and said, this has been a good year. You've made progress. But what's the next step? So I got some thinking to do. I got some, I got some soul searching to do. 
but I look forward to it because I know my intentions. I know my character. I know my integrity. And I know the only thing I want to do is good stuff. And hopefully this podcast will continue to grow and I can continue to do this because I love it. And I can continue my personal training business because I love it. It affects people in a positive way. I hope this show affects people in a positive way. And if it does, then share it. Tell your friends. Get involved. Help us. Help everybody else. Help spread the word. Show you character, guys. It's everything. So on that note, I think we're going to end. A little shorter episode, but we got through a lot and we got right to it. So we're going to be back next week because now we're on a normal schedule again. So this is going to, uh, this is recorded on Wednesday night. It's going to be out on Thursday morning or late tonight, depending if I get a chance to edit and upload. Um, and then I'm hoping that next week we're going to have some new equipment to test out and hopefully that's going to give us the boost that we need to really start engaging in interviews. Uh, because I want to do more of that, as I've said before. Bring some other voices to this show. Bring some other points of view, some other opinions, some debate, some conversations, some interviews, that sort of thing, right? So uh, we'll be back next week. But I appreciate you guys listening. Show us some love. we got SoundCloud. we got iTunes. We've got Spotify. We've got Twitter. All those channels you can find us on. But um, yeah, hit us up, guys. And, uh, and thanks for supporting the show. Continue to do that in any way you can. And, uh, and that's it. So hopefully we can stay on track. Hopefully we can keep the schedule, uh, on, uh, Wednesday and then distributing on Thursday and we will do the best we can to make sure that that happens. But we're out of here for now. This is episode 111 of the quiet part loud podcast. I'm your host, Daryl. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. And, uh, until next time guys, all the best. <laughs>